You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Hey, we are canceling the apocalypse! I've never seen a man cup before. It's so smooth. Kira, why am I different? You are special, little brother. You've got hands, so let's use them. Stop! Unknown, a strange journey through the depths of Netflix. It's Anthony Lewis, Glenn Bovey, back talking another Netflix original film. Uh, this time the 2018 Netflix distributed film, because they originally didn't pay for its production, but they certainly paid for it. Uh, Mowgli, colon, Legend of the Jungle. Although, on screen, that Legend of the Jungle thing never appears. Uh, so... I don't know how that I don't know how that works, Glenn. When they say this is the title of the movie, but on the title card it never says "Legend of the Jungle." But apparently, yeah, I don't know why they decided to throw a subtitle on there. Yeah, apparently that's the official title, uh, directed by Andy Serkis, uh, starring Christian Bale, Kate Blanchett, Benedict Cumberbatch, Naomi Harris. Now, technically, those guys are in this movie a lot, but they're not really the star. The star is supposed to be. Uh, Rowan Khand or, or Chand who plays Mowgli but because he's in a movie with Christian Bale, Kate Blanchett, Benedict Cumberbatch, Naomi Harris uh, and more he's not uh, getting he's a kid. Yeah, and he's a kid. He's not getting the top billing in this film even though this movie really is his movie. Uh, so this is another retelling of Jungle Book. Uh, this is not like the other live action film. I think there was like this uh talk of the uh was it the John Favreau uh Jungle Book. Like they're going to do two of these movies? Like how's that going to work? Well, the answer is that Mowgli is kind of nothing like the Jungle Book. I mean, it is in that it has Mowgli and Bagheera and it's it's more in line with the book than it it's, is the musical. Yes, it is much more like, uh, what's his name, uh, Rudyard Kipling's uh, original story. There are no songs in this movie. 
There uh, are songs. They dance and paint their faces. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's no, like... I, I know, I know. I was, there's no bare like, necessities in this. Uh... There are some characters who don't appear, like King Louis. So I don't know if King Louis was in the Kipling novels or if it was just a stylistic choice to leave that character out of this film. Uh, but there is no King Louis. The The monkeys are all kind of just out there for themselves. Or they sort of follow Shere Khan, uh, more or less, in this movie. Uh, they're mercenaries. Yeah, they're more <laughs> mercenaries. Uh, they did, in case people were wondering, uh, they did pay uh, a bit of an homage to how eh, kind of racisty Rudyard Kipling's original books were. Uh, I don't know if it's a direct homage, because I don't know how many people do homages to racism, but uh, they were, <laughs> when talking about the monkey people, Glenn, they did kind of really go out of their way to be like, he's talking about the stereotype of black people, everyone. And they kind of didn't hide it in this movie, which was kind of strange. But uh, outside of that, outside of that one weird, uh, like one weird bit, they, they kind of steered away from the rest of it for the most part. Uh, I think the reviews are sort of mixed for this, but I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. I, what, what did I, you think? I liked it a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad when the animals fought, like, they kept their scars, they bled. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they felt more like it to me. Yeah. Um, and they were a little bit more fleshed out, just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, versus kind of like, serving the story as to what their role was. Yes. Um, I wouldn't really, I don't want to compare like any individual, like, oh, did I think Christian Bale's Bajira versus Ben Kingley's look better? Because they're two very different movies. Yeah, they're um, very different movies. Uh, Andy Serkis's Baloo is, because I'm, I'm used to the Jungle Book cartoon. I'm used to Tailspin. I'm used to, uh, I'm even John Favreau's, uh, Bill Murray's, uh, Baloo. And this Baloo's kind of a grouchy dick. I mean, he, he likes Mowgli. Uh, I mean, he's kind of like, uh, kind of like a big brother, I guess, to the, to the wolf cubs, uh, and things like that. But, He's way more grizzled, way more grizzled, uh, and kind of a darker character. But then again, a lot of them are in this. The well, same thing is like Bajira, like when they, uh, when he's, you know, he's actually targeting Mowgli to kick him out, mm-hmm. and then uh, even whenever they go, whenever he gets captured, and Bajira comes up to him, which mm-hmm. is probably like my favorite scene in the whole movie when he just kind of like tells him his story. How he's not really a jungle cat. He was captured and he was raised, you know, I, in a I guess cage. Not yeah, yeah, not like a circus, but like he's definitely like a show animal of sorts. He was like a pet, sort of, for like, a, I think he said for like a, maybe like a Maharaja or something like that. Like a, yeah. a, some sort of royalty, some sort of royal family or something had him as a then he got display them to, pet. They got him to trust him and then he just killed them all. Presumably, <laughs> yes, this is what we yeah. were led to believe. Uh, yeah, so this movie is about uh, 
Which, which to me, I, I, why I like that they do that, because what's always bothered me and the other ones is everyone's so afraid of Shere Khan, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, it always seemed like Vajira was about the same size. And yep. even in the movie, they keep talking about how scared they are of the panther. Yep. And and the reason why like he actually can't go mano mano with Shere Khan is just because he is also outside of the jungle. Like, he isn't... Mm-hmm. It's all for show. You know, he has those instincts, but he never got to to process them or practice them the same way that that a, that a true predator of the jungle did. Like I like the little little things like that to just kind of flesh out the characters' reasoning mm-hmm. as well as like even their faults. You know. Yes. Um. So there's a lot of stuff that they do that they don't touch on in like the Jungle Book movies at least as best as my memory can serve like uh Mowgli going and living with the people uh and kind of befriending John Lockwood uh who's a colonial he's like a British hunter or maybe well, it didn't sound British I'm pretty sure yeah he's British but he I'm pretty sure he's made up in this movie yeah so he's like a trophy hunter who the yeah, well, local because there is, there is a hunter, but he's he's a local hunter. Ah, yeah this um, this guy's not. He's like he's brought in to essentially hunt Shere Khan for the because um, that's what the movie starts with. The movie starts with Shere Khan breaking the law of the jungle and attacking man and killing several of them and orphaning. I, I will Mowgli. say that that opening sequence had me worried because mm-hmm. it looks really bad. It did. There, in it fact, looked, there it were. Looked, it reminded me of King Kong, Peter Jackson, like flat. Yeah, some of it did not Jack look flat. finished or polished. I should. Uh, say. Other than that, I didn't. There wasn't maybe one or two instances, but that opening sequence looked truly awful. Yeah, I think uh, Favreau's Jungle Book from start to finish looked better. Uh, this. You're right, the beginning was really awful. There were a couple of other moments, too, where it really stood out to me. But for the most part, uh, it was pretty good. I didn't mind it for the most part. Uh, Shere Khan was actually scary. Yes. Oh, and he's like, I just want to taste your blood, and he, like, scratches his arm to, like, lick his blood. I mean, he, like... He was pretty terrifying. Your blood will be be flowing through my mouth and, one day. I mean, Cumberbatch is basically doing his evil entity voice, which he does for yeah. anything that he is portraying an evil entity as. Uh, so it's like the if you've ever watched the Hobbit movies where he's Smog or he's the... Uh, uh, I can't remember the other character he plays. The uh, It's stuck on oh, the tip he of my play, tongue. Oh, he, doesn't he play Sauron? Or he's the necromancer. He's but, the necromancer, that's right. Uh, like he, It's like the same voice for all of that. Yeah. Uh, and but it, but it works, though. Like, it's a pretty intimidating-sounding voice, and with mixed with the actions here of Shere Khan, he was a pretty terrifying bad guy in this movie. Um, so John Lockwood, the colonial hunter who's here to hunt Shere Khan... Uh, like Mowgli sees uh, at one point after he sort of befriended him, uh, he finds out that he had, Lockwood had hunted and killed uh, 
what's his name? Bahut, the albino wolf cub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when Mowgli's like, oh, fuck this. He's like no better than Shere Khan or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he learns about and the... He, and he finds the animal, or the elephant. Yeah, he learns about the, the elephant. He tried to, to hunt down, but failed, only got a tusk. And Mowgli kind of creates this end game where he can confront Shere Khan, uh, but also uh, kind of talks the elephants into like, hey, that guy that tried to kill you, I know who he is and where he is, and if you help me, I can help you. Uh, and he just gets trampled by this elephant at the end. It's awesome. Uh, there's a there's a lot to enjoy in this, I thought. I mean, I'm assuming he dies, but you don't ever see him once he gets hit with that drum. No, that's true. I mean, but he... That's a really oh, yeah. big fucking elephant that hits him. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't see how he wouldn't die by, like, yes. crushed ribs. Yes. Uh, so, uh... Any uh, any deeper deeper thoughts as uh, as it relates to to Mowgli? Uh, I think Elephant Octagon was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, it was weird and like I was trying to tell people about like how I like the movie and it definitely is much darker. But the uh, the whole like no soul passes on by itself. I thought I thought it was kind of beautiful. It was weird um, and very dark, but. Mm-hmm. I, again, if you're thinking of it as a predator, you know, because they kind of talk about even like something like Lion King and that kind of stuff. Like you only kill when it's necessary. Like not like they want to kill the gazelle or the whatever in Jungle Book. It's just like, hey, this is what we do. But you only kill to to eat, and you know, you'd be thankful for it. Mm-hmm. And they're staring at it, and then he does the same thing to Shere Khan, and you know, it's you know, he's the stupid, you know, double tap crap, but um. Even stuff like that was was good. The, the one problem I had in the whole movie, it made no no sense to me whatsoever, is whenever the uh, hyena uh, gets his butt caught on fire outside of the village, mm-hmm. and him and Mowgli have this scene where they talk in the water. Yeah, uh, I'm like, why doesn't the hyena just take the boy to Shere Khan? Because like the whole thing is that Shere Khan wants to kill him. Uh, yeah, he was very like just conversational with them. Yeah. And then their conversation was done and then they moved on with their day. Yeah. And then it's like, well, then the monkeys kidnap him and he was part of that. Like, yes, I just don't why he didn't just kill him right then and there. I don't, it was just weird to me. It did seem Um, weird. Uh, Tabiki, I think is the hyena, right? right. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I liked, by the way, the constant flies around him, I thought was like a nice touch. Uh, who do you think is like the, who do you think had the the best performance in this? Who do who do you think had the best and the let's go with like the worst performance as well? Uh, I did not like Matthew Rises Lockwood at mm-hmm. all. I, I did. I just didn't know what he was trying. To, uh, I didn't even he, really really realize he was British. Yeah. At, um, at times, he sounded very American to me for some reason. Well, he is, he is British in real life, so. Yeah. Um, well, he's Welsh, so they've got like a less oh, distinct yeah. accent, depending. I don't know. I mean, Christian Bell's Welsh, and uh, you can definitely hear it when he doesn't cover it up. That's true. No, I would say uh, probably Christian Bale. Like, I really liked him as Bajira. I really thought like his one-on-one moments with Mowgli were like of the animal characters were. Best. Oh, when he had to leave him. 
after the the humans had put Mowgli in a cage. He, yeah, the the scene where he tells them that him, he tells Mowgli that story about you know how he he needs to gain their trust. I thought that was a really good scene, probably the best one in the movie. I think as far as you know dialogue is concerned. Yeah, yeah. I I thought I mean I thought they all like I liked Andy Circus a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean everyone was good. Like Kate Blanchett was yeah, she was you know she was wasn't bad. It was just like oh wow this is Kate Blanchett playing the uh God. the elf the elf character from Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings yeah well like, I mean she was Galadriel that. yeah she was but she was also in and that. out yeah like Kaz you know not in the movie very often so she's kind of like she narrates a little bit and then she appears to like she saves him when he's captured by the monkeys right and it's like why'd you save him oh, I don't know I thought it was fun I'm like well she's Ha's not the Cheshire cat, like Yeah. That was that was the only thing that was kinda strange to me. Yeah. Uh, it's, like it's that just... and the and the why the hyena didn't just like grab mm-hmm. him by the neck and take him to your car. Like it just it made no sense to me. Yeah. Um I felt like I was missing something. Uh but yeah, no, I mean I who were who were your favorite? I guess. Uh, well I mean look, I would agree with uh Christian Bale. As, as being a standout, uh, I mean, like we like you said, a lot of the performances were, were all really good. Uh, I really, I actually really liked Rowan Chand as Mowgli. I thought he was really good. Yeah, he this. was good. He was. Good. I was. I was also thinking of like outside of him, um, mm-hmm. just because I thought I thought his Mowgli was much better than the other Mowgli. I thought like. I believed his growth and his transformation so much more in this mm-hmm. than the than the other Jungle Book. Yeah, I liked because um... he does feel more like a kid who's trying to learn his way versus like kind of being a little bratty. I really liked uh, Peter Mullen as Akila. Like I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, I already mentioned Christian Bale, but Benedict Cumberbatch obviously was excellent. Uh, really helped make the the bad guy it's scary for a change uh in this thing so and i like uh, idris elba as sheer khan but i always felt like i don't know if it's just because where he was with the mic but i always felt like he was on the verge if not a couple of times pop the mic mm, i think he peaked it mm-hmm. uh matthew reese i'm with you uh as like the the least convincing part of this movie for me uh I mean, the character was good in setting up some things, but, like, it, his performance confused me often. Like I said, I didn't even realize he was really British at times, which is weird, because I was positive he was a colonial hunter, because, yeah. of course, uh, given sort of, like, the time frame of the movie, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he didn't quite he didn't quite do it for me. I don't know. Uh, so... If you do not have any other thoughts on Mowgli colon Legend of the Jungle Glen, what would you give it? Like a like a three and three fourths, or or like a really really soft four. Because I I genuinely liked it. It was just those were two instances that were weird, and then yeah, some of the some of the CGI was was bad. But for the most part, I thought it was pretty good. There was some stuff I I really really liked, but visually, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I was really close with you. I gave it three and a half. 
and I liked it more than I thought I was gonna. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of hesitant. I wasn't sure if this was going to be any good, because I really liked Favreau's. Uh, I thought that was really good, and I think I rated it higher than this one, but uh, this was very good, and it stands on its own. They, they are not the same movie, which is something that I was concerned with. Uh, they're not. They're actually pretty different movies altogether. Yeah, uh, the, the only thing that's weird is how much because like Andy Serkis spent like what, two and a half years making this thing? Yes. That Something was the only like thing that, that which was weird to me was like how unpolished some of it looked. Yes. I don't uh, know if they had I don't know if they had like gone back and did like a boatload of reshoots after Jungle Book had come out because it was originally supposed to be released um that October after uh yeah they had moved it to October 19th and uh let me see here uh, no I mean like when Jungle Book came out like it was supposed to come oh, out oh like the same yeah yeah the same year and then it just kept getting and then they and then as it was like supposed to come out then they they postponed it you know like a year and a half you know because mm-hmm. it's supposed to come out in October uh and then you know Netflix bought it I think Warner Brothers, rightfully so, realized they probably weren't going to make their money back or get or get their money. So. Yeah. Uh, so here's the story. In July 2018, it was announced that Netflix had purchased the distribution rights from Warner Brothers. At the time of the announcement, Deadline Hollywood described the film as, quote, overbaked and over budget. Uh, and said it will allow Warner Brothers to avoid a, quote, pan-like box office bomb headlines. Ooh. Uh, and save them millions of dollars for not needing to promote the film. Uh, Andy Serkis, for his part, was uh, excited about it, uh, obviously. Um, he said this. He said in his mind it'll help avoiding comparisons to the other movies, uh, and it's released, uh, a relief to not have that pressure. Uh, he said the 3D version is exceptional. Uh, so I don't know if it got any small release window in it did, theaters. It did. Netflix released it in theaters. For, you know, they did the two-week minimum so it can be... Oh, considered uh, for awards and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, eh. I didn't think it was overbaked. Uh, well, maybe it was overbaked because it was over budget but in the terms of like things not being quite finished. And that is sort of the talk about these big movies that Netflix eventually acquires the rights to, is that the um, maybe they're very over budget and the studio does not have a lot of faith that the movie is going to be able to return on investment. Uh, so they sell the movie uh, to Netflix, which avoids them having to do any extra you know, spending on promotional materials, which would be the thing that would ultimately, you know, sink or, you know, the movie would either sink or swim based on that. Cause that's where they spend all the additional money. So, um, I'm so surprised that they didn't buy Holmes and Watts. I mean, I know apparently that movie is like garbage, but that's what I heard. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but yeah, but also like budget wise, I feel like the price tag of that would have been a lot lower. I mean, I don't know what they paid for Mowgli, but I, I can't imagine it being super cheap. Yeah, me, me either. Uh, but yeah, uh, for our parts, uh, I think we liked it. 
So at yeah. least at least it worked for us. So that's something. Uh, all right. So before we let you know uh, what we're going to watch next, uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Adam Tickets. Cinemageekly.com slash Adam Tickets or click the Adam Tickets link at the top of the page to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, we should probably do the other closing portion as well, right? So while you're at the website, uh, you can check out the archives of this show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Just search for Cinema Geekly and uh, hit subscribe. We are in the main podcast feed. And, uh, okay, so I got, uh, Glenn got two picks, so I get two picks. This is my second pick. Uh, I'm going back to my roots on this one, uh, Glenn. We're going back to, to science fiction, okay? Uh, we're watching Bird Box. And no, we're not doing we're not doing that kind of science fiction. We're doing my kind of science fiction. Uh, we're going back to 2016 for an American Canadian science fiction film starring Sean Benson, Rachel Taylor, and yes, Robbie Amell in the Netflix original film Ark. A R Q. We're going to watch that on another podcast from Parts Unknown. Mm-hmm.